What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Upstate Athlete Podcast. Stronger, faster, higher, together here in the upstate of South Carolina. Today, I got a special guest in the studio. He is a now two-time bodybuilding champion, uh, powerlifting champion of many, many accolades. Um, actually, a former volleyball player. It's actually how we connected on a little bit of a deeper level. He is the owner of TriFit Barbell Gym Fitness and Cognitive Fitness Online Training. His name is Chad Delaney. Welcome to the show, Chad. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. For Very sure. excited to be here. Oh, yeah, man. Um, we got to get strong people on here. <laughs> I mean, we've got Ian, we've got Jacob, we got to get the other gorilla yeah, of yeah. the upstate back. Oh, up yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got to follow those two. That's, that's, those are hard <laughs> acts to follow, man. Hey, man. I got uh, tons of respect for those guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give Jacob a hard time because he, I mean, Jacob is, his energy is like oh, super, super hot. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. I had him scheduled right before a patient for our interview. Yeah. And um, he came and we had like 25 minutes. Like, oh, it was wow. just like we had 25 minutes in and out. And oh, he yeah. got everything in. And really? He was like super, he's super. I could see that, man. Yeah. He's, he's so. He, he's got his hands in so many different things. I don't know how he manages it all. Right. Like, I, I admire it. Like, all the time, man, I give him compliments. I'm like, Jacob, I watch you just, you know, uh, respectfully from afar. And I just see how much he hustles. Like, this party that they're doing on Saturday yeah. and whatnot, their four-year anniversary party. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be insane. Yeah. Like, they're, uh, I think the National Guard is bringing out, like, a an inflatable obstacle course or something it's like insane, that. It's man. crazy. He's got so much going on. Yeah. They got, like, blueprints on where everything's going to be at this event. Yeah. I'm like, this is wild. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. It, and this is what, like his third year? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. It's, yeah. it's, it's around there. Yeah. yeah he, shout, shout out to Jacob. Yeah. So yeah. Shout out. Really yeah. big. And we're obviously in Ian's space. And yes. um, Ian was actually one of your um, clients before. Yeah. And he was yeah. one of your really, really good clients because um, he's broken some South Carolina records with your help. And he has, man. He won uh, He won best lifter uh, at first the TriFit meet. Yeah. First yeah. One. Which was crazy. In your house. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, um, I mean, it was a pleasant surprise. I, I didn't realize how close he was uh, or how ahead of the game he was until they called his name. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Ian, that's amazing. You yeah. know, I mean, he, but he's a natural stud. Like he came in, he was already so strong and, and obviously super smart. And, uh, and he's done super well here, of course. And, and I've met so many of his clients and all of them know how much he cares. So like being able to help mentor him into powerlifting uh, was an absolute like pleasure and an honor. So uh, and then now I get to coach get, uh, Abby, yeah, who's gonna be competing in like uh, four weeks, yeah, something should, like that. Well, she really should do really crazy good. Say, yeah. yeah, she's so strong. Yeah. She she gives herself such a little credit. Abby is Abby's actually Ian's I guess protege. Sure, that's yeah. lack of a better term, but right. Um, she gives herself not enough credit. Um, mm -hmm. we'll probably interview after her yeah. her meet. Um, but yeah, thank you for making them strong. I mean, they're absolutely, always strong. Yeah. for making them stronger. That's one oh, of the absolutely. things, right? Stronger, faster, higher. To absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I like to think that I don't, I don't necessarily like create strong athletes, but just help them, uh, bring it out. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the strength is already there. Like Ian, Abby, super yeah. strong, uh, but just help them identify strengths and powerlifting is all about efficiency. Right. So it's just like, Hey, we're just trying to create good leverages stay stacked, stable, and try to move the most weight across, you know, these specific rules, you know, squat, bench, deadlift, and do our best, right. you know, so, yeah. Yeah, and you've had success. I've seen it firsthand. Um, coaching is always the biggest, um, I think, one of the most slept on things. People think that they could do it on their own, but without having a good coach, how are you going to ever get your, your, your own craft better? Absolutely. Um, and so if Ian gave you the check off and you coaching him up being there firsthand, it's, it was a really cool experience. So I'm yeah. glad that you're on the show. Absolutely. Um, man. All that to say. Oh, so I appreciate um, it. I didn't want to bring you on the show because you've got your hand um, in a couple of different pots as well. Yeah. Um, gym owner, coach, um, competition ist, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, with, between powerlifting and bodybuilding and everything like that. Yeah. You just won uh, two 
uh, bodybuilding competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was the, uh, what's the weight class category? So I was the light heavyweight or heavyweight? I think I'm heavyweight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I should remember this, but I I think the calories were just that (laughs) low. It's all kind of like a blur. You just get up there, smile, and try to keep things tight and don't breathe very deep. Um, But yeah, I... Yeah, definitely heavyweight. So, uh, so did my first show on uh, what was it, uh, June 11th, and then two weeks later I did another one June 25th. Um, both NPC shows. Uh, so just men's bodybuilding. A uh, lot of great like competition. I got to you know experience it all. It's been like kind of a bucket list thing for me. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I think everybody typically will start with resistance training with the same kind of like Arnold uh, ideology that, hey, I'm going to do arms and chest and I want to get big and I want to get, you know, so like as a kid, it's like I started lifting when I was 13 when my dad literally gave me one of Arnold's like lifting books. You know, he gave me that in like a Joe Weider like bench set. And (laughs) since then, man, I just, I'm obsessed with weight training. It's like, it's, it's the only sport that you can literally customize it to whatever your goals are. You know, like we both love volleyball, right? Right. And volleyball, in order to get good at that sport, you had to follow the sport itself, like yeah. what, you know, whether a libero or like a strong left side or something like that. But the sport is very specific. Whereas like resistance training, it can be so diverse. If you yeah. say, Hey, I just want to grow my butt. You can literally just train <laughs> your glutes to get bigger. And that's your choice. You can sculpt your body however you want. So it's so, so versatile, you mm-hmm. know? And so I've, I've, I've always loved that. I can control it. I can decide what I want from it. Um, so being able to get on stage and compete and to win uh, is definitely a blessing. I'm very thankful uh, for the experience for my wife and, and my gym and the community and yourself and just people just uh, behind me on it. Definitely gave me the motivation to go through and do my absolute best. Yeah, man. And very, very impressive stuff. Thanks, um, man. It's, I mean, anyone who's up there, number one, like pretty much naked honestly <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and not just like dying of embarrassment obviously oh, you, yeah. you were bodybuilding so you had something to show off yeah um but to have, have that courage number one and but also the dedication and hard work it took to get there um and be presentable yeah. is huge um you talked about you know the sacrifice of like you know calories just cutting them and like doing all that it messes with your brain sometimes yeah and, like, it's i mean you're there for competition people gotta realize like that's not norm right mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. you're preparing for a competition or some competitions yeah you don't live like that in your complete daily life absolutely long. like so, that last like two months honestly you pass the point of like it being like healthy because you know people want to lose body fat look a certain way but it's like those last like few weeks it's like i'm so far past like what's uh what i would encourage anybody to do unless right. you're getting on stage because i literally felt terrible like, right, right you know you, you look great but you feel awful yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's that's something i think as a coach you need to be able to bridge and you do yeah. a very good job at so thank you um you know, we, we just talked about your powerlifting or your bodybuilding yeah. success. Yeah. Um, I know you've had powerlifting success as well. Yeah. Um, and you you kind of talked about how um, you got that Arnold book and then that little starter bench set. And yeah. from there you're hooked, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, talk to me about how you went from that kid with the bench press and yeah. the dream yeah. um, to now you're competing on stage. Like what was the, what was the sort of journey? Cause you, didn't you play, um, club volleyball at, at Michigan state too? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, uh, grew up in Michigan and, uh, you know, uh, around the age of like 13, my father just definitely recognized that, uh, I had a lot of built up, uh, testosterone, I guess, uh, <laughs> puberty hit me hard. Uh, so I, dude, I had a full mustache when I was like in third grade, like it, it came wow. in it. So he just, uh, he saw that, it, you know, his son was going through changes and trying to figure out himself and just form an identity. Right. So my father tried to get me involved in all different sports and traditional sports just weren't my thing right away. Uh, I just, I uh, was resilient. I was rebellious, whatever. So 
letting me control what I was doing as far as my physical activity uh, was huge. So I started resistance training and then after a short amount of time, I would start playing like regular sports. And then uh, the school that I was going to, the high school that I graduated from, uh, did have like a volleyball class, uh, which is weird for Michigan. Like volleyball is yeah. just not a huge sport. You know, winter is like seven months out of the year. Um, mm. But I uh, started playing volleyball and it was just like this compliment because I always liked basketball, but I just I never played for whatever reason, uh, but volleyball was something different, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I started taking to volleyball and I, I love that you, I, we could in the summertime play sand volleyball yeah. in the wintertime we would go inside yeah. and I love that versatility. It just, it, it added another layer to the sport. So from there, man, I was obsessed. Like I was convinced that at five eleven I was going to be a professional volleyball player. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like I had, I mean, I had pretty good hops. I, I don't yeah, think I have yeah. as good a hops as you do. No, um, but, uh, but you know, I had pretty good, uh, pretty good vertical. So that helped a lot. And, uh, and I love the sport and I played for a long time. You know, I played a uh, club ball from Michigan State and then another uh, Christian school up there for a while. And then, you know, right around the age of like 22, 23, I realized that like Michigan just wasn't the place for me. So yeah. my father moved here to Greenville, South Carolina, and I came to visit him and check out the location. And when I came down, dude, I loved it. Like the city, the people, um, there was just a lot more going on, a lot sure. more health conscious, uh, I think, people here. Um, and what like, year was this? Uh, uh, who, uh, 2008. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been down here for a minute. Yeah. Um, doesn't feel that long sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I came down and uh, continued uh, further education, experience, and started coaching and stuff like that. Um, so now I've been training people for about ten years. Uh, started out just like most trainers, you know, just kind of general health, you know, helping people lose weight, get stronger, feel better. Um, you know, I worked for like a traditional like global gym, you yeah. know, for about six years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was the five a.m. guy. I just I don't know why. I just <laughs> like the mornings, I guess. Or I hate myself. One of the two. <laughs> Um, so I did that for like six years and that was good. Uh, but that's actually where I met my business partner, Logan Krieger. And so him and I, uh, right around uh, our sixth year of uh, working together, we started to uh, learn a little bit more about the sport of powerlifting mm-hmm. and, or at least the benefits of squat, bench, and deadlift, right? Because within these three movements, you can pretty much cover all your major muscle categories and movement patterns. And uh, if someone could only do those three movements forever, they're good. Like they're really, you know, past that, it's like everything else could be considered, I wouldn't say fluff. It's not that it's not important, but if you did those three movements and those alone, you can get stronger just as a unit. You really don't mm-hmm. need a ton else uh, if you're just thinking just pure. Uh, global strength, right? Right. So once him and I started kind of talking about that, we started thinking about the gym that we were working for, and it just wasn't necessarily a performance environment. Traditional club gym where it's just like amenities, people come, they scan, they have saunas and whatever, uh, racquetball, and it's cool. It's great. It's a great place, and if people get in shape there, awesome. We wanted to do something a little different. Uh, at that time, we knew that CrossFit was very, very popular, uh, but we also had mixed feelings about the CrossFit model. Right. Uh, we didn't like the constant variation in activity. Uh, we knew that, you know, uh, periodization and, you know, repeating actions over and over again and watching the progressive overload is really how people got and improved their, that, the their bodies. Yeah, yeah. literally. <laughs> so we were like, okay, we want to do something, something community-like because we love that about CrossFit is that CrossFit definitely made people feel like they belong to something else. Right. And those big global gyms, is as good as they are, they're franchises. They're yeah, big places. They don't. No care. one's proud of the fact that they work out at the Y. <laughs> yes, you know? like, exactly. I mean, it, the yeah. Y is a great place. That's right. like, I have a membership there because I have a basketball gym. I have all right. this cool stuff. But no, yeah. I'm not like, oh yeah, the Y. Yeah, this is my. These this are my is people. Where I work out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, you don't sport that. So, uh, so we wanted to start our own space, man. And so in 2016, we found a location in Malden, South Carolina, um, and just kind of it developed from there. So right away, we had a a, a different model. So TriFit is uh, essentially the Tri means for strong, athletic, and aesthetic because everybody kind of 
falls under one of these categories or a combination. And so for us, we wanted to provide a space that people could train for any dynamic that they wanted, um, because that was the other thing about CrossFit that we didn't necessarily want to do, is that put everybody through the same routine. Mm. We knew that if we have individuals, and we have members that are well over 70, those individuals and their goals and expectations aren't the same as the 18-year-old who is playing baseball and he wants to improve his swing. Right. So don't put them through the same workouts. That would be idiocracy. You know? yeah. like, uh, so we wanted a place that we can literally program specifically for the athletes. But on top of that, we also offer a 24-7 gym. So a place that mm. people can literally come because nobody works like the 8 to 5 anymore. Yeah. Everybody's hustling, doing three, five, six jobs. Um, so our space just has grown since then and developed more and more. Uh, but around, uh, you know, around that time, powerlifting just became very, very important to us. We actually hosted and held a competition uh, within our first year of business. And that's where I met my wife. Yeah. Uh, she drove up from Gainesville, uh, Florida. And uh, because she thought Gainesville and Greenville were really close together. Oh, wow. Uh, she can't read a map, which <laughs> I'm very thankful for. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, our first year, man, we held a competition and uh, and I competed that same day. Uh, it was tremendous. Uh, USPA then. Yeah. So it was, um, honestly, dude, it was nuts because it was like, it was July in 2016 in our gym, which is an you know open bay door performance gym, so just brutally hot. Um, but it was tremendous because we literally probably had 150 people in this place. The oh, place wow. was shoulder to shoulder. First day. Yes. Uh, Stacy Burr actually came to that event. Uh, Stacy Burr at that time was chasing uh, world records, right? Wow. Um, so she's actually kind of a mentor of mine, and Stacy is still top five all time. And at one point, she was the strongest person, not just female, but strongest yeah. person in the world. Goodness. Yes. At, at 145 pounds, Stacy squatted 530. She benched 325 and she deadlifted 565. That is disgusting. Stacy is <laughs> what is and always will be an animal. Uh, but she was one of the first people to kind of bring me into uh, powerlifting in the digital era. Right. So she exposed me to, hey, you can coach people all over the world through different platforms and different styles and reaching out. And so she actually helped me make connections. And so right. that's kind of how where it really took off. Like I was already into powerlifting, but then it just skyrocketed from there. Right. So I'm thankful for her. And then, like I said, I met my wife then and, and it all just kind of snowballed from there. Right. And, uh, and powerlifting has become uh, very near and dear to me. It's, it's a sport I love the most, but I, I guess I like to do a little bit of like power building. You know, with the bodybuilding style, it's like I appreciate that it's nice to look like you're strong and be strong, mm -hmm. you know, because uh, like we were talking about before we started this, uh, powerlifting is great because anybody can do it. You know, whether, you know, you're 105 pounds, six foot person or, you know, 400 pound, four foot person. Like the sport is great because anybody can get in and, and do pretty well, right. you know, um, so since then, I think I've set like six state records. Uh, I still hold three, I think. Uh, bench, deadlift only record, bench only record. Um, and yeah, man, it's just what kind of the numbers from there. On that? Uh, so uh, my deadlift record is 688, uh, and my bench state record is 549. Okay, so that's what you call social proof. Yeah. Um, for, <laughs> so if you need coaching for powerlifting, yeah. if uh, our, our very first guest was was Ian and yeah, Ian, yeah. I just, I'm gonna I've said it before, but Ian was one of your clients. Yes, and yep. I mean, y'all still like give each other back and forth. Oh, and, yes, like, you know, yeah. trade ideas. But like, yeah. you know, y'all are huge and also very smart. Yeah. So Thank it's you. it's kind of cool because, you know, just 
outside looking in, right? Like it, it could be an intimidating thing to to get into, right? Mm-hmm. Like I mean, mm-hmm. oh man, look at these behemoths, these like Arnolds and yeah. whatever. Oh yeah. Like how am I gonna get into this? Mm-hmm. And like you get talking with you guys, and you're just like, yeah, no, come on, like I'm I'm here to help you just as yes. much as the next guy. Absolutely. You know? yeah. Um, and I think that's important to know. Um, it doesn't matter how strong you are. Uh, it doesn't matter how smart you are. It's how you're able to re- relay that information and actually be a good coach. Absolutely. Um, because yes, they'll list, they'll come into the door and listen to you because you can pick up 688 pounds off the floor. <laughs> right. But if you're mean about it or mm-hmm. you're condescending about it and you can't communicate it in a way that makes sense and you don't get results, then you're not going to be a very good coach for very long. Absolutely. No. So hundred yeah, percent. Just sh- big shouts to Chad. I've seen his, methodology i've seen his advice um there's one point even with ian in um his i don't forget it was his wrist or something like that he had a mm. big callus or around his hand yeah for weeks um, there leading up to his last competition uh which he he did tremendous he set what three state records yeah, something three, like that yeah, yeah, yeah across, it was incredible yeah. um he he did like tear his hand pretty yeah. hard and it, it was bad so we used wrist straps for honestly i think like the last six weeks of yeah. prep which is tough because yeah. it's right towards the end it's pretty important you know mm-hmm. um so i think it was the day of the meet yeah day uh, of the meet yeah it, I, it was either you or abby came to say like ian has an issue and uh, okay. he couldn't he, well he couldn't grip the the deadlift bar. couldn't grip the bar and uh and i, I knew right away it was like uh l- let me let me just watch you know let me just like let's let's slow down and let's just see what's going on you know um and sure enough just the way he was gripping and just kind of grabbing i think he was just overthinking it you know mm-hmm. he hadn't been able to practice for a little bit but just reminding him of how to hold a bar, how to twist, how to how to how to set his grip the way that Ian needs to set his grip because he does that mixed grip, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just giving him that, those pointers. But I think I think he would have done fine whether I would have said that or not. But just having having somebody to assure you that you're you're going to do yeah. well, man, yeah. is, is huge. Um, you know, uh, in, in that moment, it, it is so easy to turn the, that butterfly feeling and think it's uh, it's anxiousness, it's anxiety, it's uh, nervousness. And it's like uh, Stacy Burr, again, yeah. my, one of my mentors, uh, you know, when she literally became the strongest person in the world, I asked her, I was just like, were you ever nervous for this situation? She's like, no. And it, <laughs> I was like, wow, that was a quick answer. Like, you didn't have to think about it. And she's like, nope, because I decided what those feelings were for me. It was excitement, you know, it's, and it's a lot of the same sensation for really think about it. Like excitement when you get on a roller coaster, yes, you're kind of nervous, but you're also excited. It's adrenaline. Uh, so she's like, just ride that wave. So like seeing Ian right there and it's just like, obviously he has this like anxiousness and it's like, Hey brother, big breath. This is what we're going to do. Sure enough, man, he went out there and he crushed it. Crushed it. Yeah. And then that, again, just like that little bit of a cue right from the, from the performer or competitors, Mm -hmm. um, perspective. Yeah. They're, they're just nervous. They don't, I mean, they don't know what, what to do, but they have yeah. someone like a coach mm-hmm. kind of telling them, and this is from the day-to-day as well as any competition, right? Mm-hmm. If you have someone else that has your best interests at heart and said, hey, look, you prepared for this, these are the things, or if you haven't prepared for this, like, look, you haven't prepared for this. And yeah. like, you know, it's the, <laughs> yeah. like being very real. Yes, um, yeah. But having a someone with, with a, a true, honest take on what the situation may be, mm-hmm. um, and then giving good words, good coaching, um, that that's huge and that's how you can bring the best out of someone else's life that's yeah. uh with lifting as well as life i mean you talk about mentorship mm-hmm. i'm sure you have mentors that aren't the strongest person in the world um, sure. yeah <laughs> but she, she's pretty good yes oh yeah right yeah, yeah. yeah. stacy's pretty good yeah, yeah. but i got um, some other mentors too that yeah powerlifting isn't necessarily their thing but i still look up to them yeah, you know yeah and you as from a coach's perspective and i can say as almost like a pt as well like mm-hmm. they, people just need someone to 
give that outside perspective so that they can listen to their body a little bit more and give them Absolutely. the tweaks so they don't have to think about it. Oh, for sure, And man. they can just go out there and have a good time. Yeah, so, I, I'm, I'm such a huge advocate for uh, just having outside perspectives and guidance, right? right? Because uh, that, that that's all this is, right? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a perspective. And when you only have your own perspective, it's easy to get that tunnel vision. Right. And so in that moment when Ian's kind of freaking out about his grip, it's like he can only see this thing, this 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 hurdle, and he couldn't figure out how to get over it. And me being outside the trees, it was just like, Ian, here you go, buddy. And it, oh, it's right there. It's right in front of his face. And he would have known any other situation. He would have been like, I know what I'm doing. Right. But it was just in that moment, his adrenaline's high. It's a competition. There's like 60 other athletes. It was a great day. There's a lot of strong people. Mm-hmm. Um, just another perspective. Because I'm, I'm, I, I get coaching on a regular. I think it's always important that, or let me say this. I think the best teachers are students. Right. You know, so being a forever student, having somebody else just to give you other information and other other feedback and experience, it's like, uh, you know, I, I've learned the most from just experience, you know, like I have my formal education, I've read a ton, I read all the time, um, you know, and I'm always going to know people like yourself just to learn from, but uh, but it's the experience, getting out there and getting your hands dirty and just being in those situations like that. Um, then you learn to d- adapt and identify and just like everybody's so different. It's like Ian and Abby, completely different uh, athlete types, right. even though they're both incredibly strong, healthy right. adults, it's more of like, uh, but their personalities. How do you coach one person? Abby's very mm-hmm. calm, collected <laughs> person. So, so yeah. is Ian, but Ian will have that moment too, where he's just like, he's an animal, you know, yeah. he's a beast. Um, so it's important to like kind of identify who am I working with? What do they need? You know, uh, it's like one of the best co- uh, books that uh, Brian Keith, Dr. Keith actually gave me, uh, the conscientious, conscientious coach. Uh, and essentially just kind of breaking people into archetypes. Everybody's got such a different personality and, and some athletes you need to literally tell them, Hey, you need to can do this, <laughs> you know, uh, or some athletes need that kind of like a pat on the back. Hey, you're doing great. Let's keep going. Right. Yeah. And it's all about getting the best out of that person, not yeah. just jamming your perspective down that. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could yell at like, I'm, I'm an athlete that you can just yell at all you want yeah. and I'll, it won't get to me. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah. it's gonna, okay, yeah. I just got to go faster or, or right. be stronger. Yeah. Um, but like I learned quickly um, growing up with sports and mm-hmm. just interacting with people and not everyone responds in that same way. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, I mean, my little brother laughed a lot because like in, growing up playing volleyball in Guam, mm-hmm. um, our program was very, very good. Yeah. Um, uh, we really had a solid team, but yeah. like, there, there were some people that would like join the team and they weren't mentally strong. And that would really kill us sure. because our yep. whole thing was being mentally strong. That's how yep. we were able to push each other. Um, yeah. But knowing that, and especially in, in your setting, one-on-one, mm-hmm. you, you break someone into an archetype, break someone into, okay, this person will respond to uh, me yelling at them. Mm-hmm. This yeah. person will respond to me, hey, slowly encouragement. This one will be, hey, this technique is this. How yeah. can I break that down for you? Yeah. You being able to pick that out brings the best in, best out of the athlete themselves. Yeah. Um, I want to pick your brain a little bit about that. Yeah, man, sure. Um, as far as so, okay, say you have X person fr- coming from the Y, being like, oh, I'm pretty strong. Um, mm-hmm. I want to start competing in powerlifting. Yeah. Um, talk me through your onboarding process. Like, how do you like say like, oh, you want to be a powerlifter? Um, how yeah. does that conversation go? Yeah, uh, sure, sure. Um, I, I could actually use an uh, an example. She she didn't come from the Y, but she is a uh, like a CrossFit coach and athlete. Um, so she re- recently signed up with me, and uh, because her background is is very very different, you know, they do these compound lifts, but but helping her to learn about the sport in itself right. um, or just some, you know, someone who is literally coming from your big global gym 
who has like uh, a decent foundation, I think the first thing I kind of want to do is just see them move. You know, and it's like, what what have you been doing? What what have you found to work? Um, and hope that uh, what they think is working is truly working. Right. Uh, again, you know, we're always thinking kind of perspective. Some people will uh, literally beat their head against the wall over and over again, thinking that this is making benefits for them. You know, they'll repeat an action uh, year after year after year, uh, and it never truly makes them stronger, better. Right. right? Um, so I. I want to learn as much about them as I can, I guess, you know, Mm. where have you come from? What have you experienced? Let me see you go through maybe some of these lists first. Um, So even before I I start to demonstrate, unless they're completely new and they've never squatted, never benched, never deadlift, and I'll ask them, have you done these things? They say, yeah, I've done a little bit. Let me see what you've got. Let's, let's start there. Let's see what you're already kind of working with and let's see where I could add value. You know, Mm. Um, I think uh, for me that I, I found that 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 seems a little more welcoming uh, mm. than just trying to change everything right from the start. Mm. And, and and I might <laughs> do that too. <laughs> uh, it really just depends. Um, but just trying to break things down, earn their trust, man. I, I think that, that the communication part is so huge. So right away, I'm just trying to learn who they are. Like what, where, where would they like to go? What kind of expectations do they have for the sport? Um, you know, the sport in itself is, is very simple. If you look at it just from like, you know, a broad perspective, it's like, hey, we're literally just performing three actions. You get three attempts in competition, maybe a fourth if you're going for a record of some sort. But essentially, it's it's, it's very, very straightforward. It's like you really don't have to think that there's going to be random variables. But as you get into the sport, you do realize that there are very, there's a lot of layers to it, right? Because you realize that strength can be affected by all things, mm. right? Uh, your your mood, your stress, your work, your family, your job. Um, you know, how have you been sleeping? What's your nutrition look like? What are your genetics like? Um, what was your training style when you went into it? Uh, on the day, how fast is the competition moving? Were you able to warm up properly? Uh, are you digesting your food as well uh, now that, you know, you're in this competition? Stuff like that. So uh, helping athletes to just get that base level, I, I want to keep things as simple as I can. Mm. And then as I uh, identify or, or witness them uh, adapt, accept, and kind of adhere to what I'm giving them, I'll just add more and more to mm. it, you know? Um, but I, I, I want to try to avoid uh, overwhelming them right. right from the beginning because, uh, I mean, with social media, with, you know, yeah. uh, a, a gym like, like ours, uh, you know, people can come in and if they are, come from maybe like a YMCA they may be the strongest person in the YMCA and then they come to a performance gym like B3 or TriFit and they're like, oh wow, okay, now I'm the bottom of the totem pole kind of thing mm. because these guys are and women are training like this all the time. So of course they're stronger. Yeah. Um, so I don't want them to feel intimidated, but uh, I'll tell you, man, it's like, I think the strongest people at like TriFit and here love new people because it reminds them of the time uh, when they were new, when yeah. they just started out, you know? No, no joke. So yeah, so bringing them in and just like, hey, we're just going to slowly get into this and don't compare yourself to so-and-so. You focus on your own journey. Right. And what your needs are. And your needs can be very, very different. Yeah, and it's individualized, right? Yeah. The point is, you know, especially in your setting, yeah. powerlifting, right? It's, it is three movements if you want to break it down. Yeah. But everyone's body is so different. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. are you going to do a low, a low bar bench or back squat or yeah. a high bar back squat? Yeah. Is it... Are you gonna get into a CMO or are you gonna do a conventional deadlift? It's Absolutely. Just, it's you, you make those calls for them. Yep. Yep. Based on the way that they move. Maybe they don't agree at first and no, maybe absolutely. there's a push back and back and forth, but <laughs> yeah. it's all toward the goal of getting them stronger and getting them toward their goals. And um, as a coach, that's all you can ask for, right? It's like helping that person get there. Mm-hmm. Um, is that what you find fulfilling about your job? Is like Absolutely, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I think uh, 
it's it's that it's like uh i want to earn their trust you know and uh and by by experimenting uh and being transparent you know like i will i will tell athletes like this this girl that i just signed up you know she's like she's a phenomenal athlete already in herself in her own sport and in her own training um but now that she's switching to uh this methodology it's uh you know, how can I help her get the most out of it? And I think a lot of it mm-hmm. is just, hey, when you squat in CrossFit, you know, you're not necessarily having to break parallel every time. That's not necessarily part of the program. But in this sport, it's the one of the biggest things that matters, you know, yep. otherwise it doesn't count, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, so learning what her stance is, what her width is, what are, what what toe position does she need to go with, uh, how, yeah, where to place the bar on her shoulders, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, you know, there's, there's a million and one ways to get to the same goal same destination right. you know i just want to get stronger awesome okay we can achieve this so many different ways how do i find what's the best route for you mm. um and i just like to take my time i'm not i'm not a big fan of, of shortcuts i'm not a big fan of um of rushing things uh you know laying that foundation i think is so important and there'll be a time to start moving faster and start adding things to right the bar. yeah but uh but like telling uh like i coach my wife actually uh which is uh was difficult for a while there but now we're in a good place uh, <laughs> um it, one thing that she tends to do when we get pretty heavy on deadlifts is she rushes things. She tends to jerk, right. pull out a position. Uh, you know, I, I think it's part of the anxiousness to mm. make it happen. Um, but every time I just remind her just to slow down, it seems kind of weird when you're trying to move a heavy bar. It's like, you do want to move pretty fast if you can, when she moves too fast, she loses control. And it's like, uh, you know, speed without control, uh, honestly, it doesn't do us any good. Right. You know, if you can't do something slow with control, you definitely can't do it fast with control. Right. So start slow and then we'll speed up later. You know, yeah. um, that's a PT concept. That's what yeah. I mean. I've got so many pa- patients that can do. I mean, athletes can hide deficits oh, so yeah, yeah. easily. <laughs> yeah. They they are so good yeah. at just hiding by doing it quickly or mm-hmm. doing it this way. You can hide yeah. their deficits like easy. But my my job is to bring those out and yeah. and make them better. Yeah, and yeah, same yeah. thing with you. Yeah, and, but for the performance side, absolutely. No, so I, I love getting PT work. You know, uh, Dr. Keith has helped me a few times, man. It's just like, you guys are the definition of like tempo, everything. And it's just like, okay, now you're going to hold this for 10 seconds. And it's just like an eternity of just like burning, <laughs> but it's great. And that's tremendous, you know, because we want to learn how to slow things down and stay, stay in tune, stay in tune with yeah. our own body. But yeah, that's, yeah, I love that. Yeah. So, um, we kind of talk about how, you know, you, you have PT, and I really do want um, Dr. Keith, Dr. Brian Keith. He's my own move. Um, yeah. We love what he does, yeah. and we love that he's at TriFit, yeah. um, and he's he's stationed out there. I want to have a conversation with him some, at yeah, some point. Sure. So, Brian, yeah, yeah when you're ready to listen to yeah. this, you're, you're going to be on here pretty soon. Yeah. Um, but you know, the, the point of this podcast that we talked about before we got on the show is to show, I mean, we have all this expertise. In the last 10 minutes, just after you shared your story, you shared, you know, your approach, mm-hmm. you know, like how can you – make someone the strongest that they can be specifically for them. Um, that's a very, very important thing to be able to communicate mm-hmm. and to be able to um, tell them, like, that's how you're different. Like, yeah. not if, if it, the difference between you and Global Gym personal trainer is very, very different. Yeah. I mean, if you just stand side by side right. with you, an average person from from a Global Gym trainer, yeah. um, it's very different. But yeah. once you get into it, once you get in, you, you really see the difference and you can really see the, the amount of care, time, and consistency is yeah. probably the the, the, the Absolutely. most yeah. important part. Yeah. Um, that well, you how could, do we keep them consistent, exactly. right? Yeah. yeah. And and you're able to keep them accountable. Um, I'm seeing it live action with Abby, and I've seen it um, with, with Ian. So 
um, all all amazing stuff with TriFit and also your online coaching. Yeah, cognitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've uh, yeah, me and my wife kind of launched the online thing. You know, Stacy was the first person to kind of like uh, get me into it. She actually uh, gave me a couple of her clients uh, she, just because she's that gracious, uh, and it just snowballed from there. So you know, I have uh, clients all over the states, and then uh, you know, a few in Canada. Uh, I've got one over in Estonia and stuff like that. Um, so. I, I love the digital part because I can't, it, it opens up that, 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 um, you know, um, that <laughs> diameter of yeah. like, you know, who, who I can truly your work audience, with. Yeah. yeah, literally. Um, you know, whereas like, uh, you know, when you have a gym, which is great, we get like a seven to 10 mile radius that people will probably yeah. come to us cause it has to be convenient, yeah. you know? Um, you know, we have a tremendous gym, but no one, nobody's going to drive an hour to, to our gym. You know, mm-hmm. that's the, not, not on a regular basis. Uh, but with the digital coaching, it's just like, Hey, whatever time is best for you, wherever is best for you, uh, and whatever style of training you want, I can help you there, you know? And right. so, uh, I do a lot of my digital coaching where it's literally, Hey, here's about a week's worth of training. And what I'm going to do is at the end of the week, I would like you to film some of your exercises, give me comments, feedback, rate how difficult the exercise routines are like the, in their entirety in the individual sets themselves. Um, and at the end of the week, I'm literally going to film myself talking over your own videos. So like, Hey, while you're squatting, I noticed that you tend to protrude your chin forward. So that's really causing you to, uh, lose like stability and tension in your upper back, which is just making you work that much harder right. to get out of the hole with you squat, something like that. Yeah. So, um, so I love the digital coaching. I, I think it, it allows me to help, uh, a much wider, you know, variety of athletes. And like I said, you know, uh, a much bigger radius, you know, uh, an opportunity. So it's been, it's been really, really good. And, uh, my wife, she does, uh, all the nutrition coaching. She's phenomenal. She's little, like a literal genius. <laughs> um, she's teaching me stuff all the time about nutrition. I, you know, I've been in this field a long time, a lot longer than her. Uh, and she's teaching me stuff just cause I mean, the girl is just a bookworm. She loves to just read and learn. And, uh, and it's tremendous to, to be able to, have a company with my spouse, uh, in, and help people in that way. Um, and then with my business partner, Logan, having a home location to be like, Hey, this right. is, this is where it all started for us. Right. Um, you know, but come hang out with us. Come, come, come to our house, you know? Yeah, man. Um, Brian's trying to get me to come and lift with y'all. So yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Any, dude, anytime, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'd love to do that. Absolutely. Well, you um, and I are going to play a volleyball tournament at some point. Exactly. Too. Yeah. yeah. We, we got it all. Yeah. We Look out, you Vegas. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, we come to sort of the end of the podcast. Sure. Um, yeah. You've shared a lot, and I love it because it's in stride. You shared a lot of very technical information for sort of your approach and your perspective on how to coach. But also, I mean, you shared your, your bit of success. I mean, like, the whole point is, like, you didn't just, you weren't always. A bodybuilder you weren't no. always a power lifter but no. the way you came into it was the same way a lot of people came into it. i think what you're doing is lowering the barrier of entry yeah yeah i i really legitimately believe that anyone with the right coaching can get into the barbell lifts absolutely like yeah. i i mean you, you just talked about I, I don't know if it was on the show or right before mm-hmm. um but you talked about your your client with cerebral palsy that just competed yeah. and that's yeah. just i mean amazing yeah absolutely um, and it's it's so empowering um you don't realize how strong you are until you get the right coaching and yeah. you pick up more than you thought you had. You Absolutely, man. I, I think that's just it. It's just like, uh, it's hard for me to say what approach I'll always take, uh, or at least to, to be super specific. It's, you know, a little broader than that because, uh, people are broad They're, you know, it's just like we have the general population, but, but people are so diverse, man. Right. They come from so many different backgrounds and, and you mentioned like body types and stuff like that. It's just like, if I have a six foot eight person, it's like his leverages when he squats and how yeah. much he'll accumulate as far as like muscle damage and stuff when yeah. he does 80% for reps compared to my four foot 11 client <laughs> is very, very, <laughs> very different. different. So I need to be aware of this, you know? Yeah. Um, but I love that. I think that's what makes the job so rewarding and exciting is that I, 
I never get to coach the same person twice, you mm-hmm. know, it's, uh, I get to learn a little bit more about everybody and experience that. And, uh, and it's fun for me. Like, I, I honestly, man, I, like, I love this job. Yeah. I, like, I'm so spoiled. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, you, you get to show up at a gym every day yeah. and you're working. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. So, yeah. um, the, this sort of our question that we ask everyone that comes on yeah. because again, this is the upstate athlete community that we're trying to build, right? So how can we as an upstate athletic community support you and what you're doing with TriFit and cognitive and everything that you're sort of doing? Oh, sure. Uh, honestly, uh, you know, if anybody just needs anything from us, you know, for as far as support for us, I, I love it when people just come out, check us out, reach out, you know. Uh, How just, can they reach out? Just form connections. So uh, you can definitely find us, uh, you know, at TriFit Barbell. We're at 320 West Butler Road in Malden, South Carolina. Uh, we're right between Waffle House and KFC. Oh, wow. Totally playing that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not a day goes by that we don't smell bacon and chicken. Um, it's awesome. Uh, or you can reach out to us. Uh, you know, I'm very, very uh, vocal on my Instagram, and it's uh, the Coach Chad. Sounds super arrogant. Uh, it's not, I swear to God. But I'm the original Chad trainer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now that apparently that's a thing um but yeah can definitely always reach me out honestly i just like connecting with people so right. uh if if i could get anything like that it's just to, to just meet people like yourself like it's it's such a pleasure to to meet you know um you know doctors of pt and and how much you do for people like I, i've seen how you guys work and what you can do uh so yeah any reaching out in those two different uh places would be great come see me in person reach out on instagram uh you can also find our trifit barbell uh instagram which is just TriFit Barbell. Um, but yeah, that's typically the best places to, to look for us is the places where I'm the loudest. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love yeah. it. Um, in, in person too, because I yes, you're, yeah. you're yeah, yelling yeah. at all your people. Yeah, I mean, we um, got a great space, man. We got a great community. So I just like, you know, if people can come through, get in a good workout, you know, say hi and, and meet some people. Yeah. I, I love that, you know? Yeah, and that's... Yeah. A, that's what we want to do, right? I mean, the upstate. I mean, we're, we're you're not from South Carolina. No, but, I mean, I'm not from South Carolina right. either. But is anybody from South Carolina? Right, like, <laughs> it's, it's insane. But the people come here and uh, like the, the culture of this like hospitality, this community. Yeah. That is, it's it's familiar to me because that's it's like in Guam where I grew up. Yeah. Um, but in South Carolina, especially the upstate, I feel like there's that, you know, hey come sit at my table, come to my place yeah. Let me show you around and let me share. I want to hear about you and I want to share what I do. And yeah. you know, this is communal thing. So that's why uh, if we started this podcast. We want to do that for the people that are performing at the highest level. And you're definitely doing that. And you're coaching all the people there too. Um, we're at the end, man. This is your mic drop moment. Is there anything else you want to <laughs> share before you leave? Ah, uh, no, man, it's been an absolute pleasure. This was awesome. And I just appreciate you having me on the show and the connections that we've made, dude. I'm, I'm looking forward to what's next for sure, man. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely.